There's so much fucking bullshit out there of what's going on behind closed doors. Just be open. Nobody's perfect. And and the more open you are, the better you're going to be. Oh, fuck. You're having one of those hallelujah moments. Yeah. Preach. Preach, preach babe. Just show Just everything. Just show everything. Everything. And that's, that's what we the did. Key and word. so people everything. really started getting interested. They're like, what the fuck is this? Yeah, people are like, <laughs> what are you guys doing? I'm Jake the Rover. My life goal is simple. WWE star called Mr. America. My name is Leslie Carls. My nickname is The Panda, and I run this shit. Nick, just Nick. Can I get a midday squares? That is it. It is Friday, and this is Midday Squares Uncensored Entrepreneurship Chocolate family business and whatever fucks are on our mind how's everybody doing it is friday you may not be listening to it on a friday but it's friday for us les jake tell me bring it it's the end of the week uh i feel good i'm definitely run down but i'm pumped yeah i mean you I'm look pumped to be here you look the best i've ever seen you i know i've, I've been getting compliments today left Holy, right and center if you guys Do you want to name who complimented you i had two interviews today and i got compliments in both those interviews did any of your teammates my husband you? complimented me newman complimented are me. are you just saying that i didn't compliment no you, you didn't okay well you look good <laughs> well that doesn't i uh, it, no but I've, it was, it was the, scheduled you know no but the truth is i've never seen your hair look this luscious in my entire life I don't know what happened. It's just uh, since I don't know. this is a listening uh, <laughs> platform, <laughs> Jake, it would be awkward if I asked you to to talk about her luscious hair, right? No, 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 no. She she doesn't have dandruff right now. She usually has dandruff. Could you describe her heavy duty dandruff? It's no, it falls on her black. We come from the same family, and you have the same amount of dandruff. I know. No, but okay. For everybody that's listening, Jake refuses to shower. Three days in a row I haven't showered. No, uh. that's not even true. Okay. You're not being truthful with the audience. Tell yeah. them when's the last no, time you showered. No, probably four and a half days, but the problem is I work out every day, so And that's I the sweat. disgusting part. I did a Peloton yesterday, so I really sweated. That's and that's disgusting. disgusting. We're going to talk about his hemorrhoids later, but oh. this is a food show, so let's, let's <laughs> keep Hygiene it. and hemorrhoids. Hygiene and hemorrhoids. <laughs> yeah, that's okay. How are you feeling? Feeling great. To be honest, I'm actually, I'm very exhausted. This, I came in this morning very exhausted. Because last night I stayed up till two in the morning. Two in the morning. Doing what? Messaging our customers <laughs> from different platforms, from Facebook to LinkedIn to Instagram to text messages. Are you a fixated? I'm, I'm, I'm like obsessed. I'm <laughs> totally obsessed with messaging our customers. It's like a side world for me. I've it's a literally, whole new world. <laughs> yeah. So, so Jake basically. <laughs> we had a platform early on when we started that allowed us to interact with uh, all the customers through text message. And then I don't remember what happened, but as Midday Squares was growing, we kind of went away from this platform and, and Jake hit me up and he's like, yo, I think we should bring back the texting platform that allows us to communicate with our customers via text message. I'm like, yeah, no problem. Let's get that going. And you, ha you, you can't be stopped right now. No, no, no. Like I can't. And I'm on schedule. I have like management schedule. I'm like, I keep inching away the more the messaging than to do my other tasks. But don't worry, today I did my task, Leslie. Um, no, but the serious point is, is like, you this, can't be stopped. I realize this. I don't know why we stopped. I don't know. It's, we probably stopped for about a year and a bit, to be honest. And then it came back to me that like, th that is a beautiful tool. And we need to start using it to our advantage. Well, it's good good news today. We're going to be talking about uh, customer experience, what that means to us at Midday Square. So mm -hmm. I think that's a good subject matter. But before we start, 
Les. Yeah. Why don't so I know the running joke is that you have a million things that you've done in your life. You have more certificates than the average person. Um, Facts. And then I was, I was literally no walk- college degree, but I a was, lot of certificates. You missed the college partying. Though. <laughs> I was standing in the shower as I usually do, having a shower and having my thoughts, and I'm like, oh my god, Les actually trained to become a DJ. Yeah, is I that did. true? Yes, that is. How true. much did you spend on that machine yeah. that you had? Um, the machine wasn't crazy. I mean, at the time, I think I spent fifteen hundred dollars. A lot of money, um, dude. <laughs> yeah, but I was really convinced. How old were you? I can't remember exactly, but I was convinced I was going to be DJing, um, which which is wild. Like where? Uh, just at the club. No, but like what I, club? Look club? Like yeah, black like, club? No, like but where? like back in the day, I was like really into Globe. I don't know, people that from Montreal like Globe and you were into nightclubs. I was into nightclubs. Supper I was a clubs. Big supper club goer. Hot experience then. It was it was on oh, fire. Oh, back in the, you don't you even missed it. I I got the tipping point. I got the ending. I got Babe. Globe Med. Buena noche. You, but but Nick and I's era of Montreal nightlife was hot. Kim, you, I, you I think the, the club scene in general was just hotter in our time. When yeah. I when she was living at home with me, um, my mom would stay up to all hours because Leslie would come home at like six plus in the morning, no problem, wait, no you, questions. You want to hear a fucked up which story? Which is crazy. Okay, so <laughs> this is so ugly. This the story. Why you slept in the car? <laughs> That's so okay. So, so embarrassing. So no, no, no. So no, not the time I slept in the car. It's another Carmen. story this for another so, day. Yeah. So Alana and I, or I could have been one of my other friends. We went out, and um, it was a weekday. I don't remember exactly when. It could have been a, th- a Friday morning, and I had just returned from my evening. It was about seven a.m. And wait, 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 I you knew, returned. Yeah, yeah. yeah honestly, and, I can't. And wait, wait, wait. No, the, the story is no, babe. Yeah. It's seven a.m. And I couldn't go home because Dad, Johnny Carl's, Johnny Carl's. I knew he was leaving for work. Oh, so I didn't want to have a cross interaction. Because he'd so lose I, it. He would absolutely I, lose I it. I parked outside Lance's house. We have to get Johnny on the show. He eventually. climbed my chair and hung up. <laughs> No, but who's Lance? And I saw Johnny Carl's drive by. You saw him drive in his big car? And then I went home. Uh, I'm sick to my stomach. Because he would have blasted you. Who's Lance? He hated it. Lance is my OG best friend from... Lance and I met when I was like six years old. And she told me that my Adidas snapback skirt was so hot. And I was like... Thanks. Snapback pants or, no, or skirt? No, skirt. Adidas snap, snap I, skirt. This guys. doesn't make sense all at all. All the way to the floor. It was they should so, redo it. They should remake that. I had my curly long hair and I wore, I remember it said bat mitzvah. But you're getting off track. Okay. We're, she we're, loves we're, off track. She loves getting off track. Oh, we're talking about, track. oh, DJ, right? No. Oh, it went a lot off but track. But we, we, now, we now know that Lance is your best friend. Yes. And you, you once returned home from going out and, and, were, declined, and reclined your chair. I reclined my chair, waited for my father because I, I, I knew he took that road to work. Yeah. Waited for him to pass That's by so and then I went low, home. Man. You were probably so fired up when he passed by without uh, seeing you. I was you. so exhausted. I was ready for a good Take sneeze. us through though. Okay, but mom knew you were out. I said I was I get home from a sleepover. Take take us through. In your mind, you're like, I am gonna be the world's next best DJ. Yeah, I just I love music, and Homo sapiens love music. Um, And so I was like, I want to learn how to DJ because DJing is actually really hard. Mm -hmm. Um, There's a lot of moving parts when you DJ. It's not just about finding a good song and transitioning. There's beats per minute. There's a lot of different things you got to find out about the track to make both tracks merge together for it to actually sound good. Right. Like 
a good DJ, you'll seamlessly won't even realize a song is changing until you start. Like, you're really good at hearing songs in the background. Oh, my um, God. Anyways, I went to this guy's house um, in downtown. I guess the moral of the story that I'm trying to get to is, did you ever actually become a DJ? No. Okay, I actually no. became a DJ, so like I don't know, like you, I, I you but were, yeah, I did. You're the I, I worst. Facts. I have facts. Music. No, no, that's what I'm saying. I have facts that I became a DJ. People know I performed in front of 250 people. 250 Sigma Chi basement party oh, again with the I college was the MC. Parties. I was again. the MC. Dicky Richard Gold. Dicky. Who is Dr. Dicky Richard Gold? One of my best friends. Um, that's my neighbor. Dicky. He, he, he you is, grew up he, around this guy. Yeah, he, he'll we'll bring him on the show. You'll see what this guy is all about. He he knows everything from the 1918 <laughs> this to so, the. So why was he in charge of making you the DJ? So, no, no. So he no he was in charge of being the mixer that she's talking about. The skills that goes into combining <laughs> the music, the geniusness behind that. The so I would fire the crowd and get the music. <laughs> on. So I would throw on like Barbie Girl. He'd be rattled, and I'd be like, Yo, you got to mix it with this. He'd put like levels into Barbie Girl. Like he try to, <laughs> but the party was bumping. We were a crew, and we ended up getting kicked off. As DJs, because but this is real. Like you guys, it was fucking unreal, bro. Is it true that you set the stage for your fraternity before Loud Luxury came in, or were they? Loud Luxury was there before in our fraternity. They 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 were performing before, but they were they weren't as successful as they are today. They had incredible music back then, but they really got their fame after. But that's what I'm trying to say: is you're a DJ amongst yeah real DJs? Yeah, no, they they had they had Steve Aoki perform in their basement. Guys, guys, we had Steve Zed's dead. Steve Aoki, these are legends. I can't. Dicky, I'll show you Dicky's mixes, man. They're serious. I cannot. Okay, let's (laughs) let's actually get into the show here. I know. So you know, guys, we like we like having go off uh, track. We go off track in here. Okay, so midday squares. We've spoken about the origin story. We've spoken about a little bit about raising money, how to get the idea going. Um, and it's not like every week we're going to get on here and try to keep it going as as the show progresses. You know what's been super awkward is that we've been having to do this show without any feedback from customers, yeah. not customers, to listeners, because we haven't put out the shows yet. Because mm-hmm. we, we need no to, idea. We need to record four shows. So obviously, as we get uh, the listeners going, it's going to be a lot easier to flow with them and, and actually get into it. But the customer experience, I think, was something that we really need to get into and speak about. Because at the end of the day, that is the difference between a brand that's like an okay no. brand. A company and a brand. Yeah. Yes, I would. It. I would actually agree with that. Would you agree with that? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Les, no, because you know what just happened. I was actually thinking about other things yeah. in my head. You're out to lunch. I was listening, but I was also having one of those moments. You know, when I'm in the car. Yeah. And I think about a thousand okay, things. Okay. Well, let's let the audience hear what you're thinking about. So uh, but we, again, we're gonna veer to the left. It's okay. I don't, I don't need to get in it. No, just like moment. give give us bullet points. Sometimes. Yeah. What do we do in the car? Because Les, Les is always in such deep thought. And I'll just like go over to her and I'll be like, what the fuck <laughs> have you just been thinking about? And she'll be like, oh. And I'll just be like, we don't need to get deep into it, but just give us a few bullet points that was just going on in your brain. So I was just thinking about how, like, I'm, I'm actually thinking about. I, in the oh, moment, my God. I, sorry. Now I'm all over the place. Woo. Um, <laughs> Somebody get her a drink. I was thinking like. Wow, what a perfect episode that we had the camera rolling in here because I really just liked that intro. I really felt a good vibe. I love what we were talking about. It was and fire, actually. I was just thinking actually. about like how we, when's the last time we really sat down, the three of us, and had a conversation about random stuff that I don't know. It was like, real. I just, it felt really good. Well, it felt like I, a I, really refreshing moment. I love it. That's why, I lo- to be honest, what I love most about this show is getting to speak. For the record, 
this is actually the only time in the week that Which, we actually sit down. Yeah, guys, the three this of is, us. This, this, so this is even more crazy. Holy fuck. And my brain just exploded. I was going to come in this morning, swear to God, on my life to tell you guys what happened to those meetings we used to do Monday mornings, the three of us, just to get jacked up and give some news about the, the week ahead. We yeah. forgot about that. Yeah. It's gone. I know we're all busy, but yeah. we should sit down. Should reactivate that. Yeah. Fuck, man. Come on. I know. I agree with so that. So how weird is that we all thought about that today? I know. Yeah. It, it's like just weird. It's, yeah. It is weird. Like that, That's huh. the craziest thing about this whole journey is that you end up, shit is so crazy sometimes that you just end up like who even knows what's going on anymore. Yeah. And then, and so, so, so for the listener, it's like, yeah, guys, you guys get to sit down with us on Friday. And this is us speaking, really. Like, we don't speak that much during the week other than, no. like, oh, we're in a meeting. We're out Base of a meeting. Yeah, yeah, exactly. We speak about nothing except for work-related, <laughs> yeah. stressful Or yeah, things. babe, yeah, babe. I guess that's yeah. why we love Vuri Golf so much. Yeah. <laughs> no, but, okay, so we have, listen, we have brands out there. Mm-hmm. And this is something I think we all spoke about early on, which was if you go into a store – Costco, I think, is the perfect example of the difference between, especially if we're looking in the food space, the difference between a brand and a uh, what we know in the industry as a Costco brand, which is really, you go into Costco, you end up in their uh, Miles. their matrix of a uh, mousetrap. Very strategic. Mm-hmm. And I love Costco, by the way. Sh- not not shitting on I, Costco. I it's Costco. actually one of my favorite places to go. Jake, how do you I'm feel about I'm a Walmart guy. Uh, no, but I don't like Costco experience. I like well, shopping at Costco, but I don't like the experience. The checkout, really? the walking in, the waiting in the so lines, I agree that. the I big like Walmart carts. way better. Yeah, like how no many offense. people are there. Like, I, I don't enjoy going to Costco. I like what they have to offer, but I don't enjoy oh, they have going great there. products. Great yeah. products. But yeah. this brings us back to when you get caught up in that maze, there is a bunch of brands in there that you end up buying, and we've been so we've been target of this. Where you're yeah. like, oh, that looks good, and uh, that you know that fits what I'm kind of into right now. And you take it and you buy it and you bring it home, and it is a great experience. But then I ask you, well, what was the name of the company? Ah, I bought it at Costco. No clue. Yeah, that is what we mean when we say a Costco brand. Nothing wrong with those great businesses, good business models, successful. But the, the difference between that. And a brand is what I'd like to speak about today. 100%. Who's leading us off? Well, we kind of just talking about too, like the start of where it all starts, which is customers, right? And 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 making sure that. But you know, who did, did you know that Harley Davidson sells twelve percent of their revenue comes from merchandise, not even the bikes? What? Could you imagine twelve percent of, of the their entire global, revenue? Global revenue. Do you know how much money that is? Think about it. They've built a brand. If you just broke off. Fact that check one me little on that one. I will. <laughs> <laughs> losers, losers. If we just brought back the, if we just took out that revenue, kind I'm sure business. it would be bigger than than like ninety percent. So <laughs> guys, twelve percent. It's not one. It's not. It's twelve. No, but and it's growing. But people don't understand, in my opinion, the insanity where we're willing to, but other people that are building brands are willing to do early on when you're building that brand. Yeah, but also like just to give you guys an example, right? So like. You know, giving that extra love to the customer can make that customer become a lifetime customer. And not just that, that lifetime customer then goes 
out of their way to talk to other people about your brand because they're so diehard. Like the other night, you know, Jake sent me a message and and he's like, Les, like hop on the gram, say happy birthday to Jess, Jessica, and and you know, one of our Jessica crew Sophia, love community shout members. Out, shout you know? out, shout out, Jessica. And and you know, it was late at night and I was exhausted. Um, and I and I'm like, okay. And then Nick's like, yeah, but Les, this is what it's all about. And then I'm like, you're right. And I got on the ground and we made the video. No, but how I good was, did you feel I, that's after? That's what I was just about to get to. That's what I'm circling back to. It's like, of course I wanted to I wanted to get on and say happy birthday, but it's like you're exhausted and you're tired, but then you do it. And it feels so right. It is. It is a and drug. And you're like, wow, this person who buys our product, who engages, supports us. supports us, engages with our brand, the least I could do is hop on the Instagram and make a video for her. I'm certainly convinced, and I, I would I would argue anybody on this one, that it's not, it's kind of like doors versus turns in terms of uh, sales. Go after diehards. Turn them into Which we diehards. will, to pause there, yeah. just because if, if anybody's not seen that, we do oh, have yeah. a video that we did exactly on doors versus turns. Which is all about it sales seems a bit and foreign, retail. Yeah, yeah, foreign right now, but we'll link it in the show notes. So, so just to bring it up, go after your diehards. Sorry, go after your customers that you believe, you know, and really enjoy your brand. Turn them into the diehards that you really could do. Then have those diehards turn other people into that second step that I just discussed before and just replicate. But that. I have a question. Replicate that. And I, I'm open for both of you yeah. to answer, whoever has the best answer here. How much, especially as a company that's just trying to get going, how much percentage-wise do you believe you should be speaking to every single person that's purchasing from you if you can? Like out of how many we could speak to? Yeah, like let's say, okay, so not everybody has the privilege of having a digital business where you have the direct yeah, connection. Right. But in the sense, let's say theoretically you had a hundred people that bought from you early on, what is the percentage you should be aiming at to actually speak with? And I'm talking speak with, not just, hey, thank you, but hey, thank you. How was your fucking I experience? I mean, the goal is to reach out everyone. to all of them, is everyone. Everyone, um, no but, but isn't asked. it so, isn't it weird that so few entrepreneurs that we speak with at least, like that? that's not even a thought. Yeah. It's not. And what's sad about it is- And we even got away from here. it, to be honest. We got away from it. Yeah, we did get away for such a long time. And it's like for me, I told you guys in the episode before, I believe, that when I don't work out, I have this weird feeling, this bad feeling in my mind, and it bothers me tremendously. And if I don't get my messages with the crew love, our community, our, our customers, if I don't have those conversations, I have that same feeling. So- it burns me inside not to do it. So is it like an anxiety? Yeah, anxiety. It's, it's serious anxiety. Yeah. It's only I don't get that much anxiety. But who you? Okay, yeah, I do, but I don't. <laughs> yeah, he's one of the craziest, yeah, anxious, cra neurotic people yeah, I know. Neurotic. When it comes, you yeah, are the only. I go down to doomsday if I have to. But <laughs> I I need stage time right now. Thank you, sir. <laughs> Uh, you are the only person I know in the history of, uh, I think, my time on this planet that acts and says that they are not an anxious person, but yet are the most anxious person I know. Yeah, well, I just, I just how, poked how the bear. How about explain that? I poke the bear and I go after everything. But that that pushes my anxiety onto someone else. Into <laughs> your, the mother, your mother's anxious. Yeah, That's where you get it from. Alicia. I, know, I can't wow. wait for you guys listening to meet my mother-in-law, oh, their mother, too much. Too much, Felicia guys. Carl. She is one of my favorite she fucking... She does work for us. She's the best. No, no, no. She got fired. Well, but she's she's still, been fired multiple times. I still have her times. doing side gigs for us. But she, somehow <laughs> she keeps ending up back in our in our team. She thinks it's her own terms, Yeah, but she, like, you saw me... She, you saw that video? Yeah, that video is low. She didn't want to share her ideas because... Yeah. 
Yeah. She, oh, because we're not appreciative. We're not appreciative for of her, her idea. Yeah. yeah. Stop. We yeah, love yeah, you. Yeah. She got very upset. Yeah. She's like, I'm not sharing. I'm not you guys sharing my my creative ideas anymore. You, so you like know, a rainbow. <laughs> okay. But uh, side note, you, the the reason why Felisa, I'm sure you're listening, and you're like, wow, you guys are harsh. You fired your mother slash mother in law. <laughs> Felicia works on her own terms. Yeah. That's the problem. If she wants to work, but if she's not feeling it, she's not working. <laughs> if you need something done at a certain time, but she was doing something else, it's not getting done. Yeah. Felicia does as she pleases, when she pleases, however the fuck she pleases. Yeah. <laughs> but back to Tob, I have something. I have, I have a question to ask you. Shoot. Like how much time in percentage would you dedicate to customer success? And what I mean by bringing up from operations, because it's it's its own it depends, category, it's it own department. It depends your infrastructure. I mean, early on, I think when we didn't have, like when we weren't, you know, when the business was just coming together, we put a lot of time and effort into customers because we were so excited. Can you give some examples we did? I mean, we did home deliveries. We did, we got on the phone. We were texting people. We were sending videos. Um, emailing. And emailing. Anything. I, I mean, I, any type of form we can get to our customer, we were there. In the, to be fucking fully transparent, in the first, I would say, 60 days of the business, yeah, yeah. Uh, I was on your obsession level of speaking with customers. Like, yes. But you like but Nick, data. Yeah, yeah, you always so say I'm that. I'm a little like, different than you. No, but he is, no, Nick I'm not has as much always, data driven. always said, and uh, you've said this to Jake, you're in Chase and Hunter, you've said this to me, you've said this to Alana, that why like so why are these people buying from you that's the number one thing and you need to narrow down to so as you fast need to understand as possible exactly why and that's that's where you communicate with people why are you buying this product and so that was really exciting for you at the beginning because you wanted the data and so then we kind of you know we, we, we did the home deliveries and we really had this connection with people I mean when we went to people's house I've gotten invited inside to people's house for invited to dinner we all did invited to oh coffees that's, 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 that's what was the crazy some wax stories and, I, we'll and, get that I, another and time. after COVID I'd like <laughs> to hop in the car and go to our OGs like you know who we we at the beginning Kevin we Caswell's Kevin, father you know he actually me messaged us uh I went to, I was screenshot really? last night yeah he's one of our so for so for oh the record what you guys are listening to right now is Les and Jake talk about one of our earliest customers Mr. I Caswell I remember I Mr. Caswell Mr. Caswell if you're listening I hope I'm gonna make sure to get this link to you Midday Squares will never fucking forget you. Ever. He literally wrote us last night and I just mentioned his name to Jake two days ago. How crazy is How that? How crazy is that? What a guy, man. Yeah. So, so this so, is the... Yeah. But then there's a deeper question about this customer success. When does the puck stop? But so, wait, can I, can I, yeah. can I, can I get... Because I want to answer your first question, mm -hmm. which was... So I think initially when the business was just forming, that was our... Our, our focal point. Yeah, I think we were even shocked that we had customers. Exactly. We were shocked <laughs> so, that we so even had customers. I was, I was for sure and, shocked. Yeah. I then, was too. Then you get into the the mix of like, oh, wow, now we're actually scaling the business. And then while you're scaling the business, so much is happening. Mm -hmm. There's so many moving parts that you kind of, you don't, you don't forget about your customers. You side. still love them, but you don't have the resources. That is, we put it on the we side. We put it on the side. We never but forgot we didn't, it. We put it on the side in the sense we knew we were coming back to it. Like now, uh, can I tell you what I why I put it on the side? The reason why I put it on the side, and this is my definition, is I assumed that oh, you know what, we're doing our Instagram thing, we're communicating through them through there. That's good enough. Interesting. But but that isn't good enough. Right. That isn't obsessive enough. Just because we were getting on and broadcasting, but can, we need to do. But can we say it. something here? Sure. The efforts for oh. any other entrepreneurs that are out there listening to this. Don't be fooled. Getting 200 Instagram messages a day 
and answering them is a lot of fucking work. And so we still put that work in and then we needed people to help us to maintain that because that's why I get back to infrastructure. Until you have the right infrastructure, it is very hard to to get to everybody. And so you but do... I, think the, this I don't think there's a percentage. I think you do your best. But I think this... Jake, correct me if I'm wrong. I think what we're realizing is that it is worth investing. In. 100%. I, just, I just spoke to you guys today about it. Yeah, earlier on. And then, I just, then I'm going to keep feeding you guys the screenshots because the point is, is that I am <laughs> learning. Can we talk about it? This, this is my favorite thing about Jake, which is when he needs to drive something home, oh, he will drive that. I don't stop bothering it for weeks, bro. No, months, months. It won't no, stop. But Jake may become head of customer success. I think you will lead customer experience, you know period. where You know where it all stems from, though? The dyspraxia on the Polaroids, I realized that people <laughs> were loving it. And you guys don't remember, but I was kept on sending you guys the posts oh, I remember. on screenshot saying, look at this. It was People so like, ugly, the yeah, writing, that it, so, it had to be that, real. Exactly. It's like a bulldog. It's the same idea of a bulldog. So then when I got that, I was That's like, okay, what else bulldog. can we do? Can that I, just blew my mind live on this show is that crazy. your handwriting was so ugly, was so ugly that the customer hot. knew it was real because yeah. who who would print something of that sort? <laughs> Only a crazy person. Yeah. I'm crazy. But more importantly, so interesting. more importantly, now here's the question, the deep question, and this rattles me. Where do you guys believe, because I might disagree with you guys on this, does it stop with the customer? So when do they, when do you lose or win in the situation or just well, neutral? Well, you know what I'm going to say. Do you know what I'm going to say? No, I actually don't. I'm going to disagree with both of you. So <laughs> you, well, no, you, That's not fair. Come on. You can't, you can't pre-decide that you're going to disagree. No, because Nick's budget-oriented and yeah, Leslie's... You knew it. Yeah, and you Leslie, you're, you're more budget-oriented too, but you have love. Not to say that Nick doesn't love custom, our, 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 our community, but Leslie is a little more on that side of emotionality. Well, so, someone has to sit around yeah. here no, and look at the... Our, like, there needs to be return. Right? Wait, before, yeah, yeah. Wait. <laughs> yeah. No, but before both of you go, uh, you know... I do have to look at a balance sheet exactly. and a PL and make decisions for the company. Guys, or else we're still running a business. Yes, that stresses correct. me yeah. out. Yeah. That gives me anxiety. Jake hates the idea of running a business. Exactly. Yeah, I hate it. <laughs> Ultimately, you know, you want to build a relationship, but there is to a point. I mean, the person needs to be engaging with the brand. I mean, I think there's an, a, an initial amount of love that could be given, but then the, the next level of in love where there's investments and stuff, the, the, the customer needs to be engaging with the brand. I, I love... Am I allowed to speak again? Well, I just want to I'm on the other extreme. No, because let's just do simple math, right? You want to hire somebody to to has the payback. I get no, it. to exact something someone needs to pay for their salary. Something right? Some, something somehow. needs to pay for their salary. And there are margins that we have to hit to and make our investors exactly. happy. Exactly. But I will still fight you both. A hundred percent. That's why you're here. Other extreme. To <laughs> That's fight. why you're fucking here. I sat for an hour today. Okay, I'm gonna give you one example. One hour to win a nineteen dollars sale. An hour of my time is worth a lot more than that. Yeah, I would agree. No, that customer is worth a lifetime to me. Yeah, I agree. To our business. Exactly. So. When the early on the founders doing it and and you know, you're taking this on and this is something you've committed to, fine. But there does need to be rules of engagement. And ultimately, oh, like, so serious, like you said earlier, okay, up, babe, you have your right management it. schedule. Well, I'm going to be checking in, babe. Are you focusing too much on customer service or are you are doing all meetings. the things that need to get done? <laughs> She's so strict in those management meetings. I don't know if you get I, the I'm, same I'm thing, Nick. But <laughs> she is so strict in those meetings. If you have an excuse, she catches you in the excuse and basically says, I've well, I don't. Understand. I don't understand. Okay, so there's two points I do want to. There's two points I do want to um, to bring up. So to Jake's point is, I really believe 
customer experience is one of the most underutilized things in most companies. Because mm-hmm. for some reason, because I just felt trapped to it again too with this company. It is way less expensive to retain the customers you already have than to gain new customers. Mm. This is factual based on what the cost is of advertising right now. It is way cheaper to just to retain customers. And to, the best way to retain customers is to make them fucking happy. Yeah, now, make them feel good. One of the things I love most is what Brian Chesky, uh, the Airbnb founder, did, which is incredible, is they have this thing, and I, I think we should do it in here too, is where they sit down in a meeting with the idea that there's no budget, and they think about what they could do for their customers if no budget were of constraint and they go so fucking crazy. Like he's released a few of their brainstorms that the bar sets so high that what they end up being able to afford is so brilliantly thought out. And uh, that's something Smart. I think we Maybe should, we could try that. Yeah. I think, I think it's uh, who, I, yeah, who's the other company that we want to shout out for customer service. Customer success. Ooh. That the, the OGs. What was their name? You, but we were speaking about. Oh, the Zappos. Day. Tony yeah. Chen, man. The guy invented Can't wait to read that book. Yeah, delivering the guy invented. Happiness. Yeah, delivering. Ha- Tony Tony Chen is the godfather uh, of customer success. So switching on to a few different, uh, a, a bit of a different topic. Um, we released a video last night that showed the behind the scenes of uh, our marriage. Yes. And I just wanted to get kind of everybody's take on that video. Um, so we come on the show a lot and we, you know, everything's fun, fine, dandy. But they're, you know, running this business has a serious family dynamic to it. Yep. For everybody that's not up to speed, Jake is my brother-in-law and Leslie is my wife. And so what was that video to you? And I want to hear Jake's take too. So... So for me, there's a lot of things that happen um, day to day that we don't always show. There's a lot of emotionality um, that happens. Um, yeah, because Midday Squares is a fun, positive, good vibes brand, right? Like it's like it, it is that naturally, generally. It, it, it is that. But when you're dealing with, um, you know, the complexity of the relationships in this environment, which is like you said, Jake might be my my younger brother, you being my husband, um, things do get tough. And I think when we first started this business, we all didn't take too much um, thought about, hey, like what's gonna what 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 will this relationship look like? What could it look like? I'll yeah. be honest. The same thing. I'll be honest. I was petrified. Like I know you. Oh, you I say that. No, no, no. This you were more petrified of being with Jake. But just in general, too. No, no. <laughs> no, because you're my brother, and it makes things complex. I was worried about happen. being stuck in between your and two's exactly. And Nick knows. Oh yeah, how but he that was is. at the beginning. Though I yeah. remember that for the first like. No, but before months. you even came on, he was. I was saying, petrified. He was though. petrified. Like, what happens if this, this, and this, and. I wasn't really thinking about our relationship that it would take hit. To be honest, I had that naiveness. You and I knew that we do scrap. We it all do, comes back together. We do have things, but we we've been like this our whole entire life, mm-hmm. and we always do come back to the you know the root, the root. We come back to the root. Like I've choked Jake out before, yeah. but then a few days later <laughs> we're talking. You know, I not can, at midday squares. Back we've in the day, exploded on each other here. Exactly, we've had oh, all kinds of explosions. So it's ugly for everyone. It's yeah. so ugly. But when you talk directly right now about the marriage, and we can link it to the three of us, is yeah, I think that 
you know, things are difficult, but there is light at the end of the tunnel. But when things are dark, they're dark. And the truth is communication is hard and, and communication is key. And I think the the I would like for you to answer my question. What was your question? You don't even remember my question. How do I feel about the video? How do you feel yeah. about the video? You watched it. In what it. sense? I don't know. Tell me what feelings were brought up. Strikes. I'll tell you mine after. Auth- vulnerability. Yeah, but that's the easy one. You're answering the easy the question. Do you want time? For me... You want time? Do you yeah, want us to go yeah, around the table? Yeah. Jake, how did you feel about watching that video? So mine, mine actually comes from a way deep... It's actually so deep the way I look at it because it affects a lot. So for me, it was... And for ra- the record, we're going to so, put the video in the show notes yeah, so you guys can actually... Yeah. So this is their marriage. A set aside family. Let's just talk family for a second. I, I love both of them. So the fact that they're they were hurting hurts me inside deeply to my heart. Number two, they're my business partners. This is what we put food on the table with. This is what we, this is our living. This is what we breathe every single day. The fact that two of my partners might have an issue would would create fear in me to understand where is this business going? Does it have a, does it have a roadblock that could be a permanent roadblock and just fuck everything up? Which is, by the way, one these are real feelings. These are also one of for for every. That's my external source. This is one of the number one things we're asked by investors too. But we'll get to that. Yeah. So I thought about it like that when I watched the video. I knew what was going on with you too, to a certain extent, because I I knew you guys went to the therapy sessions. I I know how you guys interact sometimes. Right. Because this this. was the first time that you ever saw that whole thing happen. I saw the yeah that result of that whole of your whole your your last whatever amount of time. Because things were bad before that session. Yeah. But but I saw this your sign that you're doing, I kept on seeing that in in conversations that we were having. I, I didn't necessarily know exactly what it was, but I saw and then you guys would talk about it a little bit. But what scared me when I watched that video last night, because it was the first time Karam edited and Caleb, and the first time I watched it, I was rattled. I, I looked, I, I was like, I want a tear for, for family Because you saw reasons. that there was real... Yeah, it wasn't hey, it was, bullshit. No, it's... And I see you guys, your tension. I see the animosity sometimes. I see it, and I don't want to get involved because it's, again, you're talking about the relations we didn't think out, Leslie, you and I. Maybe, Nick, you did at the beginning, but we never thought You still never know the reality of it. You don't know the reality, and it's fucking scary because... Everything to fall apart. You guys are 24 hours together. 24. I'm not 24 with you guys, so I have my time away, and... Although I'm pushing you to be 24. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Relax, darling. But it's very scary. I want, for the record, uh, what I just said is I've been trying to push Jake to actually move into uh, the condo He's trying that's right so hard. He's texting my girlfriend all the time. Yeah, I, I've been literally trying. text her and put pressure, and she gets she thinks she thinks you're being like totally serious, which we probably are, but I it's was. egging her on I to actually, get fired up to cause me more problems. Jake wants to <laughs> live at home until yeah. he's like forty. Yeah, 40 I'm dying to get Jake. I'll live in your guys' house. When my you guys hypothesis live. is is that if we get Jake to move out of his house, and Jake right now for everybody is living at his parents' home. <laughs> because no and it's a very noble it. reason I love it he is here trying to build this fucking business yeah. with us and we don't have I have nothing cash to pay ourselves yet I can't, pay rent. <laughs> I can't afford rent yeah. I know I know that that's why we're it's having called. a good laugh about it <laughs> yeah. because it's the truth but all in all my feelings are straight up scared frightened uh, fearful and hurt but I do see the light because you guys are working very hard, and I could see the progress. Yeah, at the end of the, at the end of the day, Nick and I have a great relationship. Mm-hmm. Well, are you ready to answer? No, but nine. I just need to know if you're ready to answer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah, because you look fired up right now. No, I She's feel fired I up. feel positive about the video from last night. So, could I ask the question again, Les? Yes. How did you feel about last night's video? Positive, because I see the the results from that therapy mm-hmm. session. Like things have been tenfold since we had that session the video is uh really just 
her and I at a therapy session talking about our marriage almost falling apart. And uh, and it's it's really just the raw video footage from that. Yeah. And so like when I see results from something, I get jacked up. Ultimately, like you and I would say 90 to 95 percent of the time we're good. But when we have our heated moments, oh, so rough. They're, they're rough because we love each other so much. And the feeling inside, it's like you can't even verbalize it because you're so aggravated that you're even fighting with this person because you love them. And you're like, I don't even know why we're fighting. Well, and also you're going through a lot in your life at the same time. Like, well, well, we're our punching bags. Yes. Ultimately, like mm-hmm. you feel the most open with this person. And so it's easy to just take it out on them, you know, and it, that's not fair. No, I know. But but before we started the business, it's like, and I don't know if you have an outlet or how it works in your relationship. But Jake's abusive. N- no. Yeah, that's, that's abusive. That, that, Verbally abusive. The, no, uh, I don't listen to that. that She's that, wild. She yeah. is completely wild. She's off the wall. Off the wall, losing it. Yeah. The, warehouse. Uh, no, completely warehouse. <laughs> no, the truth is, is that we were, because we were best friends prior to doing this, we were each other's punching bags for our business lives like you were doing your thing in your life and i had no part of it so if you had a frustrating day you would come back and we would talk about that and same for me yes and and that has completely been thrown out the fucking window yeah that's the the whole thing is you know we we don't have this safe place to kind of just talk about the day without having an opinion so if you could give our listeners an actual answer like jake gave how did you feel when you watched the video last night? I already gave the answer. No, it, it seemed lost in a lot answer. of conversation. I feel like you don't. What's no. your answer? To be honest. <laughs> doesn't have the answer. No, no, no. That's, that's rude. To be honest, I watched a video yesterday and I was, I couldn't believe how bad our relationship was at that period because no, we, we've done our work, right? So mm-hmm. now we're looking back on it. Mm-hmm. But seeing how rattled we were in those chairs brought me instantaneously back to the maybe two or three weeks leading up into it mm-hmm. and what was happening in there. And I couldn't believe those feelings even existed at that point in time. And I'm honestly really grateful for the fact that we were able to push uh, through so far. But if you ask me in my life, never in a million fucking years did I think that this relationship was going to be as hard as it was going to be going into midday squares that's how i felt about watching it yesterday yeah answer the question lizzie no i mean i i i you don't have answers your brain I don't really have an answer your brain I mean, a feeling can't feel rationalize it the way i feel is humans are complex our relationship can get complex at times i'm so happy that we're both open to you know, trying things and going to therapists and talking um, and ultimately that we both care enough and love each other enough to make shit happen. Ultimately, I don't wouldn't like midday squares. It would be really fucking sad if at the end of this all there was no relationship with my brother and no relationship with my husband. That would so, be a fail. That no, would but, be the but, ultimate but, but fail. But guys, the reality Shame is on that's, us that's not the, the trajectory because from day one, we started seeing therapists, all three of us together. I agree. So we're just we exposing the reality of what actually happens behind door, all closed doors because the problem is there's so much fucking bullshit out there of what's going on behind closed doors. Just be open. Nobody's perfect. 
And and the more open you are, the better you're gonna be. Oh fuck! You're having one of those hallelujah moments. Yeah, preach, 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 preach babe. Preach, <laughs> preach. <laughs> I know what you. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. Yeah, yeah you know. How so it is. where are we going? It's Friday. What's everybody's doing? No, on the but way? I I'm, wanted to link something back. Is you know we talked about before getting into this podcast about you know kind of putting the spotlight on Jake. Um, in a video and like you oh, know, a I lot of people wait. don't know you no. the way we know you because you haven't let you haven't exposed yourself no. but there are things to be exposed does Karam know me? well no exactly and that's why last <laughs> last night or I don't know I was up at like 5.30 so, yeah, I, I texted him I think Jake everybody thinks that Jake is the character that he plays which is a real part of it it's not like a no it's a part of him but there's it's this part, other part, part that a lot I'm, I'm, I'm really interested there's in a dark the side. audience there is a dark oh, side to Jake have you guys ever watched Donnie Darko? <laughs> no, no, no. But there is a dark side. Is. I don't even know either. But it Jake? sounded I, so. I said that, pretending to say like, "Oh, fact check." Yeah, it yeah. And then I'm like, "Oh, I've never <laughs> yeah. even watched no, Donnie Darko myself." The truth is, Jake is complex. You're complex, and very um, complex. My whole life, I've been from the from the start of Midday Squares till now. I've seen you grow um, and become this man that you're becoming, and and it's it's honestly amazing to watch. But like there is a light that needs to be shined so people can understand you as a whole and not just understand your See the character. Shadow. Yeah, there's a shadow. What is the, uh, as we getting to the end of the show, what is the most exciting thing going on in Midday Squares right now? I'm let's, let's, let's talk. Oh, about I, I, I have what I think is. Okay. The most so then let's do first. all of it. Yeah. Go, go first. Becoming the world's best functional chocolate bar online, being able to be the strongest online store. I mean, for me, I'm freaking like all the things that we've recently been talking about running the different financial scenarios. No, I think, on the I right think you, I, correct me if I'm wrong. I think what you're trying to say is that we being able to pivot. No, but we are a retail business brand that yeah. started off in retail. Mm -hmm. But our our underlying strength has always been online. We just always. ignored it. Yeah. And the fact that we're finally had this aha come to Jesus moment of where it's like oh <laughs> I, I just, guys all we gotta do is go win no but what I'm trying to say is what I love about the three of us is nothing is not um, nothing is ever off the table exactly. and when we come together we talk about things that other companies be like oh we need six months to run that through and we gotta run that through it's like no fuck that fucking on a Sunday yeah. we're all here chit chatting we're like yeah let's push that through next thing you know wait, it, wait wait wait, wait 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 yeah. say chit chatting again chit chatting oh I love the way you say chit chatting why why it, there's, there's something so cute about you when you say he's obsessed with me yeah, uh, he's obsessed here he now. fucking loves me sorry man. I cut you off okay no but the truth is <laughs> Like I was getting really ramped up because I'm just saying like the next thing you know, we're executing on this, this and this. And before you know it, we're coming out of this so strong just because we're able to coming pivot out so of quickly. What? Just everything that's been going on the last crisis. few weeks, this crisis. You well, know? you don't know when someone's going to listen to the show. What are we going through? Right now we're going through coronavirus. There you go. So we, you think that there is a high probability that we come out of Corona stronger than when we went. I out. think that we don't, we don't, we don't stop. And I think that we're continuously thinking oh, about how we could be better. No, now you're getting me too fucking no, jacked up. No, but that's I'm, the fucking truth. I know, but we got to finish the show and I'm about to flip the table. Here's Jake. what I'm excited for. It's very simple. The learning process about so many questions we had that we didn't get answered are going to get answered now. You know, they always say brands that come out of crises, financial crises, depressions, recessions, whatever it is, these brands fucking explode. 
So I'm excited to learn everything about our customers, like we talked about today. I am learning so much of who it actually is, what they like about it, and it's just by asking them. It's just by speaking to I get to our excited customers. seeing you being excited. Yeah, but that fires me <laughs> up. Guys, you don't understand. We are now going to know who our framework is to tell our narrative to. It's Our narrative isn't available to people all over the world right now. Oh, it, my God. We are going to tell. We are learning our narrative. If you guys would see how wet Jake's pits are right <laughs> know, now, they're noticed. sick. It's so We're good. City Shred. <laughs> Shout out City Shred. For all you guys don't know, they're, they're epic. They're based out of uh, Toronto. Anyways. Oh. You guys are getting me way too fired up. If you saw my heart rate right now, it's like it's 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 too fired up. I'm sweating. I'm wearing a sweatshirt. I'm sweating. I'm ready to go. I am ready to go. Bad breath. Let's get ready. Bad breath. You didn't answer what you're excited for. Oh man, I am excited that I feel like for the first time since we started this company that the vision that we have is starting to align. Mm. We've always had the vision, but the clouds are starting to come mm. out of the way. Yeah. And the road is starting to present yeah, I itself. Feel, I feel like there's a lot less pushback yeah. uh, between the three of us. And we're kind of all on the same page. And there's been a lot more fluidity. We're finding rhythms. Yeah, rhythm, rhythms, ping pong, rhythm healthy ping pong. You want, a, you want another night. shot that's saying rhythm? This is the rhythm of no, the night. No, but you're finding... Real McCoy is incredible. Oh, night. Oh, yeah. Okay, on that note, we're going to just say... This is the, the rhythm, rhythm of the, the night. The night. Oh, yeah. This is the, the rhythm, rhythm of the night. Everybody, thanks for tuning in. <laughs> Have a breath. great fucking weekend. And that's a wrap.